When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello. Anyone around here speak basketball? Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. Freddie, how are you doing, pal? I am doing good. I love the pep you're coming in with. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're if you're just uh Tuning into the podcast for the first time or coming back, we are hardcore Raptors fans, comedians, analysts, uh, writers, uh, you know, just basketball freaks. So if you're a basketball freak, you have made it to the right place. Uh, Maddie, good sir. Please tell mm-hmm. people, you know, how they can help us out, you know, push us towards becoming uh, the greatest podcast of all time. Fair enough. Let's start. Let's go to RaptorsRepublic.com. That's where you can listen to us and read all the articles there. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, please subscribe, please comment. We love all the feedback that we're getting. And yeah, just on your podcatchers, make sure you're subscribed there and rate where you can. And check out dunkspodcast.com. That's our own website. You can listen to our archive there as we have, you know, this is episode 258. So we've, you know, we've got quite a time capsule of, of Raptors talk. Yeah. A lot of good times, a lot of bad. Times. <laughs> we got some bad times in there. Yeah. Um, Maddie, you are, are the greatest. Uh, thank you for uh, always being there for me. You know, um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll get going here uh, as quick as we can. Uh, I would just say, as I've been saying, free Brittany Griner. Um, and I think let's, uh, let's bring on guest number one. Uh, this is his first time doing the podcast. Uh, I've read his work uh, a bunch of times. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, we both are a member of the Raptors Republic community. Uh, we got a, a double West coast guest pod today. Uh, I'm excited to hear his music because every new guest gets new music that they're stuck with for the rest of their lives on this podcast. So please give give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Aiden Moss. This is your team, man. This is where it goes. <laughs> it's Aiden strolling around Victoria. Okay. Rolling into the farmer's market. Sure. <laughs> Okay. I thought it was going to erupt, but it just sort of fizzled sort of out a bit. That's me coming out in the ninth inning to close out close out the game for the Jays. That's oh, a great yeah. walkout yeah. music. 
Yeah, totally. But I feel like, is that enough time for you to get from the bullpen <laughs> to the mound? Like, or like, is, is it, are you like halfway there and they got to like reset? Yeah, yeah. I can't walk to that cadence. I have to like kind of hustle it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, uh, I'm a fan of yours. So thank you so much for doing this pod. I'm pumped to have you. Dude, thanks for you guys having me. Stoked. Yeah, man, let's uh, let's do it. Let's bring on guest number two. Uh, also coming from the West Coast, uh, coming from L.A. Uh, she's got her own podcast as well. Bounce that, uh, you know, fantastic basketball opinions. Uh, I'm always happy to have her. Uh, she's also an amazing comedian, uh, stand up improv, you know, uh, just basically a wonderfully talented person. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone for George Brooks. of the game this is the first picture yeah when it doesn't really matter yet <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's like oh man this is just a chill game it's like sampled from yoshi's world or something <laughs> yeah. yeah it screams georgia brooks <laughs> uh maddie d uses all the money we make from this podcast <laughs> for 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 the for the music we have um so yeah no, yeah. that's all. That's obvious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Both um, those songs are Kells. Yeah, both, <laughs> both are Kells gems. Hi, uh, George. Thanks for doing the pod. Oh my sure. God, my pleasure. I'm hyped. Always hyped to be here. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's dive right in. <laughs> Dismissive. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you are. <laughs> wow. um, no, I, I'm I'm happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's let's get right to Raptor stuff. Maddie, good sir. I I know you got some weird sting coming for me, so please give me your your weirdest, loudest, most confusing Raptors sting. That's a classic for anyone who listens to the pod. Raptors fans assemble. I uh, I didn't know it was a symbol for a very long time. Uh, <laughs> it's a little Will Ferrell shout out, you know. Yeah, uh, Anchorman. Um, okay, I, I I you know you're gonna have to explain that reference to me later. I didn't. Is he a news I, team assemble. Remember he does that and he blows his little yes. horn. <laughs> okay, okay. There, there's so much I don't understand about what you do, Matt. You're, you're just you're a wizard. You go underappreciated. I apologize. You know, I, everything's over my head. Uh, okay, uh, there's going to be some schedule talk on the pod today, um, and uh, George, I'll I'll go to you first. Um, you know, yeah, I'm never one to sort of, I don't know, get too angry about the schedule or whatever the the intricacies of it. Actually, one of my favorite yearly pods past couple of years is the schedule makers um, will often you know be interviewed by like Kevin Pelton or forget who it is exactly and it's kind of a fun podcast to listen to because it's a pretty intricate thing and you know they don't have it out for the raptors sort of thing i guess uh you know we're not on christmas day which makes sense we were four seed um and you know our market is not the size of other markets uh but uh it has sort of leaked i think it's official uh or semi-official anyways that we will be opening our season against the cleveland cavaliers uh, you know, obviously there is a Mobley Barnes thing going down. Mobley was the runner up for rookie of the year. Uh, fantastic player. I know a lot of Raptors fans sort of like poo pooed him a little bit 
because we wanted Barnes to win, but Mobley, you know, is the real deal, an incredible, incredible player. Uh, so, you know, I guess a bit of a rivalry brewing as much as there is, you know, amongst like friends in the NBA, like who knows, right? They're probably buddies. But it just got me thinking, um, do, do any <laughs> of the other Raptors have rivalries? And, you know, if not, can you like invent one for me? Like, or, you know, or, or what's a potential rivalry for, for one of the other Raptors guys not named Scotty? Um, okay, well, I'm going to take one that's pretty obvious. So, uh, sorry, Aiden, that I'm going first. I, um, but I think a big rivalry, especially after this season, is going to be Pascal and Joel Embiid. Uh, maybe you weren't going to say that. Maybe it's not that obvious. But I, they've always had that, like, we're from, like, 20 minutes apart. Mm-hmm. We kind of love each other, but we clearly hate each other <laughs> thing mm-hmm. going on. Um, and I then you know, face. how yeah. it ended this season. Um, broken face. And plus, we as Raptors players, like, I mean, <laughs> I just called myself a Raptors player. Right. I You're am delusional. Uh, thank you. Uh, as Raptors fans, we all like really kind of hate and not hate, but like love to hate Embiid as well. You know, mm-hmm. like the audacity of doing the airplane as he was up way big. And then he gets hurt by Pascal and everyone then calls Raptors fans trash for cheering. Like it's going to be we I mean, I'll speak for myself. I want to see Embiid go down. <laughs> so there's one right there. That's my um, pick. That's a great pick. Uh, I mean, you know, he also he did the airplane on us when they were up two one uh, in our championship season. Uh, it, you know, I remember Pascal also tried to trip him in that series and hurt his calf. So uh, you know, there's some there's some bad blood there. Um, I like it. And now we have uh, now we have two Cameroonians on the team. So maybe maybe Coloco and Pascal like double elbow. Embiid, maybe that's a possibility. I like it. Same same city. Uh, Matt, I'm not sure if you laugh because I maybe froze, or <laughs> or you're picturing a double elbow. I'm picturing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Aiden, is there uh, is there a rivalry for you that I guess exists, or is there one you know you want to invent? Well, so. Like the Raptors are this funny, like they're, they don't stand out and no single guy kind of stands out as, you know, the bad boy of the team. Like Gary Trent Jr. is like the pretty bad boy, but he's not really like, you know, like a badass. Yeah. It used to be Serge Ibaka. And, and since his, like, since he's moved on, we ha- we don't have anybody. And I, I'd like to nominate OG Ananobi because I think like I love he's it. sneakily just like a pest, you know, and I don't know if this counts, but because um, Dennis Schroeder doesn't have a team anymore or currently. Yes. But, you know, o- OG suplexing Dennis Schroeder like that, that's got a that's got to haunt uh, Schroeder. You know, that one's probably sticking out when and if he comes to play the Raptors again. And you look back like I, I just Googled like OG and fights and mm-hmm. um, 2018, there was him and Markeith Morris going out in the playoffs him and Gobert oh. got at it where he like Gobert pushes him and OG just marches forward, like right into his face. Oh, I and don't remember he, that one. Oh, it was great. And I think they got, both got ejected too. Um, and then, you know, like George said, like uh, Embiid, OG got into it a little bit with Embiid in the playoffs too. So 
I, I think I don't really have a, a rivalry per se, but I think OG's our guy. Gary's the mouth, but OG's the the enforcer. I think I think OG's a good one. You know, I I was trying to pick one, and uh, I was looking at like comparable stats, and like I feel like people maybe it's just Raptors Twitter, but I'm always seeing um, you know Bridges, uh, Mikhail Bridges from Phoenix, kind of slandered, but OG definitely like, has better numbers than him. I you know I think. Well, depending on who you ask, but I would say it's a better defender and I, they don't have any bad blood. So I, I like where you're going. Cause I, I, I mean the, the go bear thing. I feel like I, yeah, I got to revisit that. It's, um, it's good footage. There was some Gary Trent jr. Pat Bev stuff yeah. last year, but I mean, Pat Bev is kind of like everyone's rival. So I'm not sure if that's fair. Uh, I saw Fred, get kind of pissed at Jose Alvarez uh, when we played the Pelicans. But I feel like that was like a, almost like a respect anger. Like he was like mad, but he was kind of like, I like what you're doing, little man. Uh, Alvarado. Alvarado. Sorry. Pardon Alvarado. me. But uh, yeah. And I think, I feel like Freddie thinks like, yo, you're trying to steal my thunder, right? Like undrafted yes. undersized dude. Um, kind of making a name for himself and having like a, a patented move. Freddie's got to put him in his place. So I, that could be a nice little rivalry that grows. And I do think, you know, OG and Bridges being compared through and through, but OG, or sorry, Bridges gets celebrated uh, in this weird way that OG doesn't. And, and everybody who isn't a Raptors fan throws OG in trade machines because they don't appreciate, at least from my perspective, the value he actually has on both sides of the floor. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I feel like in the same token, you see, uh, you know, folks on Twitter be like, um, oh, I don't know if we could throw bridges in a Durant trade. (laughs) And it's kind of like, what are you? What is this? Uh, And yeah, but it's like obvious. I mean, I do think it is sort of obvious you put OG in a a Durant trade potentially. But um, yeah, I guess that's another discussion. But yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. They're they're always compared. Another one I was kind of thinking is uh, I feel like Barnes, you know, I know he was the, the guy like uh, someone other than Barnes, but he did piss a couple people off. Like, you know, LeBron whipped the ball at him. That's a thing. Uh, and I think he kind of pissed off Jokic one time, which was interesting to me. But those guys seem like they're at another level. So I'm going to leave Barnes out of it. Um, you know, so the main guy I was kind of thinking, uh, and you know, what's up, George, you're back just in time. Um, sorry about that. No, all good. Um, we're, we're still just talking r- random rivalries. The other guy I was kind of thinking, and, and I feel like, uh, obviously he's, he's, you know, better now. Um, but they've been compared quite a bit. And I do think, uh, you know, if, if they get to play each other again in the playoffs, at least the cities will pit them against each other. He has the upper hand on Pascal now, but uh, I think Jason Tatum. Um, I think that you know, again, I, as much of a you know, Homer as I am, I have to acknowledge that you know Jason Tatum is a better player. But I do think that they're sort of they they bring different qualities. They're both, I think, very clutch in different ways. And if if it's Boston versus the Raptors, those will be the two guys that I feel like are you know, I guess like talked about, uh, as, as the, you know, the one A's of their team, but, um, 
yeah, Aiden, I'm, I'm going to stick with you for this next question. And uh, Maddie, I want you to come in because so, it's, uh, it's about to get a bit silly and weird and it's <laughs> the off season. So I was just, yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, I've, I've leaked past. So I've been, just been on my off days uh, watching. I've been going through the whole season and watching just the condensed games. I'm at like 45 right now. It's actually just starting to get good. I forgot about so many bad times, like where we were riddled. We started Svi for, or he wasn't always starting, but Svi was a major component of the team yes. um, for a lot of the year. It was, it was a lot. But uh, I know, you know, just remembering things like uh, OG missed, you know, so much of the season. Like, you know, I kind of forgot about that as well. Uh, but it got me thinking about weird things that happened this year because. There's also, you know, you're watching the highlights and you're like, oh, right. The, the, there was people there for home opener. Now it's uh, the stadium's empty again. And so I'm, you know, I'm seeing people kind of trickle back in. That's where I am in the season. And it made me think about Devin Booker picking a fight with the Raptor and also the speaker fire, uh, which is just two weird moments that I feel like you could never predict in any way. Uh, so I, I just wanted to get creative. Uh, so Aiden, I want you to give me something that's going to happen next year. That's either, you know, I guess there's potential for, or it's just totally out there. It's up to you. Well, I got to, but first I just want to say like how petulant Devin Booker is. Like, <laughs> I, like, so petulant. I just, the whole thing of, of, like, I don't know if you remember it. It was in one of the summer runs where he got double teamed by Joachim Noah. And like, and just like, through a temper tantrum. Um, and so the I'm all obviously in the Raptors corner in that incident. And also it was so drawn out on Twitter. It was just very funny. But yeah, yeah, Booker's just a little whiny. And it made me think like if Barnes was guarding Booker in one of these summer league things, like there would probably be another tantrum thrown. Anyway, so yeah, I got, that, that, that's a rivalry we missed, by the way. I know. The yes. Raptor and Booker. And that, that <laughs> actually ties into one of my two uh, or Scotty does rather ties in two of my predictions. So the first one is Gary gets suspended for 25 games because he uses a skin cream that has anabolic steroids in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is. I mean, when I wrote this stupid question, I was hoping for something that good. So <laughs> thank you very much. That is, yes, that is, know that's within the realm. Like, right, like that could happen. He's sourcing exotic creams that are definitely off market, <laughs> off shelf. And who the hell knows what's in there? We don't know. So <laughs> it's a possible. great answer. Um, shout out to Fernando Tatis, who just got suspended. So it's not a laughing matter, but you know. Um, and then the other one, which I think is maybe possible, I think Scotty gets thrown out of at least two games this year. And like going back to the bar, uh, the uh, Booker Barnes kind of things, like he's in summer league, he's clapping his hands in Harden's face, you know. And it's what I love so much about Scotty is is his intensity, even though he's like reaching a status of player that you don't typically see that kind of like mentality. And I think it, it, like you mentioned, it pissed LeBron off last year. It pissed Jokic off last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to piss some dudes off this year. And I think it could escalate to where he gets, he gets yoinked for the game. I love it. I love it. The, the, those are both very, very, I, I put them in the realm of possible. I really hope Gary doesn't use the wrong cream. Um, okay. George, what's yours? Um, I know I missed some of what you guys were talking about before, but, um, Aiden, I totally like for 
I like sometimes just rewatch the clip of LeBron whipping the ball at Scotty because it's yeah. so crazy. You guys probably already that. talked about that, yeah. but, but it's like so aggressive. There's also all these other little breadcrumbs of him just getting like more and more pissed as the game goes on. It's great. Oh, I got it. Okay. I got to do a little bit of a deep dive because that's really fun. It's, I like to see like grown men unnerved um, by basically a child. <laughs> and then, okay. Um, <laughs> So mine, um, I kind of wish I got to go first because Aiden's was really good and clever. Uh, mine's not. Mine's kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> my prediction, really along the same lines as the fire. Actually, some would call it the polar opposite. I think because of like global warming, Lake Ontario is going to like rise and flood all the way is <laughs> Air Canada yeah, is Center good. is yeah. like on the other side of front, right? <laughs> like it's not even right on the water. That's this a big flood. It's a big flood. Yeah, big, a bit of, <laughs> some might call it a bit of a tiny tsunami. Uh, sure. I think a tiny tsunami is going <laughs> to come on through during a game, shut down production, and it's going to happen like when the Raptors have momentum. I love wow. it. Yeah, I love that, you know, you're bringing the inner, the in arena stuff, you know, that that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and um, okay, Maddie, what's what, what's yours? <sighs> There's a few things that's going to happen this year, and it's going to blow everybody's mind. The first Ooh. thing that's going to happen is the head janitor for the <laughs> Scotiabank Arena is going to forget his skeleton keys before a game. Huge. And everybody, the fans and the team, is going to be locked out. Yeah, and we're, just one entrance. We're all going to have to go back to where it all began to the uh, Sky Dome Rogers Center to play Beautiful. out the game. It's going to be it's going to be mayhem, but the, you know they've probably got the old court there. They can just quickly Dome throw it out like, like they can throw out the court just like cards, you know, clip it together however they did back in those old days. Mm-hmm. That's I'm probably sure. badly how badly do you want to go to a basketball game where the dome is just open? Because <laughs> I want to go to that. That was actually my next thing. What oh, have they shit. been working so on sorry. at Scotiabank <laughs> Arena? Now the Scotiabank Arena opens up over top, gives you a little bit of that moonlight uh, view while you're watching a basketball or a hockey game. So they're instead of getting rid of it at the Rogers Center, we're also going to do it at the Scotiabank Arena. They've kept it under wraps. But it's gonna it's gonna happen. And the third thing that's gonna happen this year, the Raptors are gonna get Kevin Durant, but it's gonna have a bit of a snag because the last thing that he wants before he comes to the Raptors, Bell and Rogers both can't own MLSE. One of them has to sell, <laughs> so they have to get rid of either Bell or Rogers. Can't have I both. Love it. I love that. You know what? That That's in the realm of like, okay, we're about to get KD. And it's like, wait a minute. KD's calling out Bell Media. <laughs> he's he's pissed about Lisa LaFlemme. Yep. Uh, he's not having it. Um, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. This is all good stuff. Okay, mine, I also got a Gary uh, Trent Jr. one. Uh, it's Gary Trent Sr. So uh, they're going to show him one time just, you know, like eating like a hot dog or whatever. And Alvin Williams is going to lay into him again. He's going to be like Gary Trent senior. He's just, you know, he's picking out, he's eating food, but this time it's going to be like the Devlin Wally thing or Wale. Sorry. I just did what Devlin did. Um, and uh, yeah, Gary, Gary senior is going to come 
like and sort of confront him but it's like gonna be like he's sitting down and calling the game and <laughs> it's gonna be really <laughs> awkward and he's gonna be like sort of like you know I don't know if you remember the the Dwight Howard uh, Stan Van Gundy thing where he's like rubbing his back and it's like it's pretty <laughs> intense. Like so, I, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and the other thing is just uh, pretty random. I think uh, at one point Coloco uh, is going to do like an overhead soccer pass and it's just going to be a swish. Like he's going to be trying to pass the ball to someone and it's just going to be like a really long three that goes in and everyone's going to be confused. See, <laughs> yeah, I was envisioning like. You know, like, oh, overhead soccer pass, and then it just goes right over the backboard, just like not yeah, even that, close that, to yeah. it. That's more envisioning. That's more likely, I think, uh, to, to see a a, a Coloco just like he passes it like to the to the uh, three hundred somehow. Yeah, that's two bold predictions because then you're also predicting that he's going to play. Mm. Ooh, wow! Some early, <laughs> some early co- Christian slander. I don't. George. I'm not slandering him. I just think he'll be playing in the 905 mostly. What yeah. if he oh, he soccer does it from Mississauga and it goes in in Toronto? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. Like you know, we can integrate some flubber logic here. I would <laughs> like to drop a little flubber nugget in the pod. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see with Coloco. I feel like he he'll play a lot with the G League, and you know, hopefully, you know, the Raptors have some blowouts this year and get some time there, and you know, we'll see how he's doing. Yeah, I'm not hating on him. I think he's a great pick. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. I could see him getting some run. I think him and Flynn are gonna get have a little pairing, especially early on. Like you were mentioning with Speed, Speed got a lot of exposure early on. He did. And I feel like I feel like that might happen for Coloco, and then you're right, George. He'll just get buried into G League. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, enjoy, you know, he'll enjoy Mississauga, you know, the uh, sports food center. What's that called? Maddie, we, we went there this year. We oh, should yeah, know. we did. What was it called? It used to be, you know what? I, this is bad podcasting because I don't even know the old name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I got, I got my first vaccine there. So shout out. Uh, okay. Um, let's uh, let's talk some NBA. Uh, Matty, good sir. I, I hope this is just a rhythm we're finding now. Uh, please give me the Weird Al NBA sting. This is Adam Silver. Great. Beauty. Um, let's uh, let's go to you, George. Um, so yeah, just uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Christmas Day. Um, I'm, I'm interested in on both of your opinions. Uh, I don't have any really strong opinions, and in fact, I feel like you know I'm not trying to be, I guess you know controversial here, but uh, I'm honestly not that bothered by the Christmas Day schedule, and it seems like uh, you know, you know Raptors Twitter, Twitter in general is pretty riled up. Uh, people are quite frustrated by it, and uh, I don't know. Kind of makes sense to me, but uh, yeah. What do you think about the slate of games, George? Like, is there any? You know, do you think it's terrible, or you know, is there any games you're excited for? Yeah, um, I think I'm kind of on the same page as you. I don't think it's terrible. I mean, if I was curating the day, I would have changed a few. I would have made a few tweaks. Oh yeah, what's, <laughs> um, a, what's like a notable tweak you'd make? So, I, first of all, Warriors Grizzlies. Love it. I love it. I think it should be like kind of rivals day. I think um, the Mavericks 
should be I think you should switch the Nuggets and the Mavericks. So the Mavericks should be playing the Suns because watching Luca and um play Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like those they like were so catty to each other. I want to see that. I want that game to ruin their holiday. And and the way that ended, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was it, it ended so bad and like those guys were so shitty to Luca and I already think Luca's kind of like a hard guy to like um mm-hmm. like I know he's good. I'm not but you know, what no, a that, what a little tiny baby. Smug. He's got like 1000% yeah. smug all over yeah. his face. Um plus his mom is hot. Unrelated, but have you seen her? <laughs> Googling. Uh yeah, Google now <laughs> make it your home screen. And then, so, yeah, I mean, Lakers Nuggets, I guess I would be the, like, if I switched it and it was in Lakers Nuggets, that's the game I would uh, fucking skip. Um, You know, I get why the Knicks are playing. I guess it's like, what, kind of like their Christmas Day team, but I also don't get it because, like, they're so unwatchable. And that's like kind of a skit, like the 76ers going to take that game unless it's a fun upset i would have taken the knicks out and put miami against the sixers huh. if uh and then everything else would keep the same i don't think the raptors need to play on christmas because they're not like they you know we love them but they're mm-hmm. not like they weren't what were they they just snuck into the playoffs well not really um they were number five but Here's the thing. We have Boxing Day in Canada, and I kind of love, like, like the States doesn't have that. So it's like we get a Boxing Day game. It's still a holiday. Um, the Raptors losing isn't going to ruin my family Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm fine with it. But, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much with you. And I, and I feel like there is this sort of respect thing players, you know, want that they want the TV time. Like, you know, they want the, they want the big games sort of thing, but you know, we, other than, you know, going to the finals and, you know, being snubbed, like I don't really feel snubbed as a Raptors fan. You know, I get this concept that you, you maybe should put the best teams there, but I also feel like you're kind of ignoring media markets. If, if you're, you're, you know, that's what Christmas is about. Like New York has a massive media market uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, LA, I, I think if anything, yeah, let's switch the games around a little bit. Let's just put two bad teams that have, you know, giant markets together. Why don't you put the Lakers and the Knicks together? You know, Yeah, actually. And then that game could be maybe even. <laughs> and, and actually exactly. watchable. Start the day off with the teams, you know, obviously, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a time issue. But I, I I'm with you. yeah, I love the Grizzlies Warriors. Sorry, go and ahead. I don't really know why the Nuggets are playing. Um, I guess because Luca. I mean, shit. Sorry, I guess because um, Jokic won MVP. Maybe Jamal Murray will be back, but yeah. that's not a big market. I, w- I wouldn't mind Jokic. Um, you know, Jokic uh, versus Embiid. That, that could be fun, right? Like sort of a MVP matchup. Uh, where are you at, Aiden? Is this? Uh, are you? Are, are you? You know, it's okay if you're if you're pissed about this. I am pissed. Okay, <laughs> I am pissed. Yeah, I love and it. And it's not because Toronto's not there. Because in fact, I like that Toronto always, always, always floats under the radar. I I think it's a misnomer that we're not a big market. Like all, a, like. But I mean, maybe that's another discussion about Canada and basketball. But mm-hmm. it's a missed opportunity for a new market, at the very least. Uh, shout out to Matt, who's a new market. 
But hey. um, <laughs> new market shout out. That's like a double point score, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're, we're playing Scrabble, you and you just got the corner there. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I goddamn hate anything that screams like old man system, and it feels like having the Lakers and the Knicks is that. It's like the NBA is just so behind. Like in some ways they're so progressive, and in some ways they're so behind. Like no one gives a shit about the Knicks anymore. And it's not about like, it's not about, it's about the players first and foremost. And then it's about good teams second. And so I don't like, there's nobody on, nobody, no one even knows who's on the Knicks. Right. And like LeBron makes sense. LeBron deserves it, but I still think, and, and Anthony Davis is there, but I just think that I think it's a disservice to the league's product by not um, putting out the best matchups at least like um, um, nurturing a rivalry of some sort, which I love with the, you know, Mm -hmm. like the Warriors Grizzlies or Georgia said like Suns Mavs would be great. Um, But yeah, so I, I, that just annoys me. Like, it's like we're stuck in 1999 and Jeff Van Gundy's still holding on to Patrick Ewing's leg or something, you know, like, or mornings, like whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a really good point about like nurture nurturing rivalries. And I mean, I don't want to go off a, on a total tangent here, but I do um, totally agree with you that the NBA is sort of stuck in this, you know, marketing pattern. And I feel like the solutions we hear about are sort of like they're not really embracing the fact that basketball is such a growing international sport and they're sort of, yeah, they're sort of out of touch. And, you know, to your point too, as far as like, well, yeah, let's, let's give, let's give some other exciting people that day. You know, I, I don't think people are like, Oh my God, I get to see Jalen Brunson and Julius yeah. Randall. This because is crazy. In a Nick uniform. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and also I do feel like the heat, uh, the heat, you know, have some pretty high profile players, you know, I think people would, would like to see them, um, you know, even it might even be exciting for people to see someone like Zion. Right. Like, who- so this is my proposal. I had first of all, I would have put the Clippers in instead of the Lakers because Clippers Mavs have a nice little rivalry going. Ooh, and the Clippers are like the best team in the league or pre, you know, predicted to be one of the best. Mm-hmm. And then I would put Pelicans uh, Blazers. Like give Dame some spotlight. Zion needs some spotlight. They're you know you got the McCollum kind of dynamic going on. Ooh. Um, Ingram's a young another young guy. Like I yeah I think you're, I all I see are statistics on cable and it's like most of us don't want don't have cable or at least my generation doesn't and yeah, I think I don't yeah. and I think they're like you said they're stuck between like old people and like the new audience and. The new audience is international. It's they pirate their games and they don't give a shit about institutional teams from like 30 years ago. Yeah, totally. You know, and and I've even said, you know, I've been saying sort of since the Raptors beat the Warriors that like we're in this new era of parody where the Raptors, you know, also the Warriors were kind of weak, but we, we, we helped I understand the irony saying this that the Warriors just won the championship. <laughs> we kind of broke the wheel where it, I think it's been four finals trips in a row with uh, entirely different teams. So I think we like, you know, four years, eight teams. That's like a, that's not the league that we've had for a long time. So I, I think 
people are enjoying seeing these different types of teams. And, you know, I think to the rivalry point, I do feel like we haven't talked about it, but uh, Boston, Milwaukee, that's a hit for me. You know, I think that's, that's a hit. Like they've, they played each other, I think three times in the playoffs in the last like four years, five years, something like that. So, you know, there's, there's stuff going on there, but um, yeah, I mean, good points all around. Um, Okay. Let's, uh, let's stick with you, Aiden. uh, Just for this last question. Um, I guess also a bit of a silly question or, you know, just a creative one anyways, but uh, uh, I'm a WBA fan and um, you know, Sue bird has been turning uh, her entire last year uh, into a documentary. And um, you know, I think sports docs, the last dance uh, you know, they've been there. They've only been growing right since uh, 30 for 30. And um it looks like Carmelo is going to have his own four-part doc. There was the the doc with uh, Mouse at the Palace with uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Um, and, yeah, it just kind of got me thinking, like, who is a player or, you know, what is a, uh, you know, a, a team that you'd like to see a documentary about? Um, and, like, what's sort of the time frame? You don't have to go full, like, you know, this year, that year sort of yeah. thing, but just, like, era. I, I'd also be curious, like, what are the final two parts of Melo's doc that I'm interested in watching? Like, once he leaves Denver, yeah. why, why do I care? I, yeah, he hits a couple big shots for the Knicks, and yeah. you're like, okay, one more episode? Shit. Whoa, the drama of him leaving Oklahoma and then leaving Houston. Crazy. Yeah, um, he, yeah he wouldn't settle into a role. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so mine is actually inspired from Thirty for Thirty. I don't know if you remember the episode, the two Escobars, but uh, it was it, about yeah. Pablo Escobar, and then I don't remember the other Escobar's first name, but he was the Pablo. Colombian defender that I think was shot. Maybe he was defender. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, he, really, he was a defender. He got the own goal. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So great episode. So uh, that was kind of my inspiration. So mine is on uh, Dennis Rodman. And AC Green, and you call it all or nothing. And so you have like on the one hand, oh, yeah. you have like uh, Bacchanalia, right? Like this guy who's just indulging in everything all the time and excelling. And then you have this guy on the other hand, on the other end, who was like going through an era of like cocaine is you know sprouting out like water fountains, and mm-hmm. everybody's having sex, and it's just like whatever. And he's straight. And narrow, and I think those two storylines are obviously on their face interesting. But then beneath all of that, I'm sure there's a lot of interesting stuff on why AC Green is the way he is and why Dennis is the way he is. We saw that a little bit in the Last Dance. I would watch a whole lot more of that. So um, yeah, that would be my that'd be my my uh, ten part series. Five. I love it. Guy. Ten part. That's that's actually a cool format too. It could be like. One episode, one episode, one episode. Um, That's a great one. Uh, George, what's up? Do you got a do you got a doc idea for us? Yeah, uh, I do. Um, It might have been done, but I. (laughs) You're like, uh, yeah. (laughs) I should have looked into it. Um, Well, I think in the wake of like. Okay, I just need to remind everybody. I'm really bad at names. So who is the current owner of the sons who's like a bad guy uh sarver yes okay so in the wake of the, the sarver stuff and then there's stuff happening with the mavs um with like ownership being like racist and problematic i want to see a doc 
Uh, and maybe it's just a one episode, 30 for 30. And maybe that's why this already exists. It's just a 60 minutes episode. <laughs> yes. I want to see a 60 Leslie minutes episode. Stahl and Robert Sarver. <laughs> I want to see their take, uh, 60 minutes take. No, I want to see one on uh, Donald Sterling and that whole drama that happened with the Clippers and the racist remarks and like how the team, because Chris Paul was on the team at the time. And I know with mm-hmm. Sarver, a lot of people were like, well, he, Chris Paul already knows how to deal with being in the locker room during one of these things. And I'm like, why well, I'd actually like to see that. Um, especially too, because the Clippers were like really good at that. I could be wrong. Really great. Yeah, no, they, they were and they, people thought they were going to like win a title and they just never did. So I would like that time period. I would, it's at 2014, a little bit earlier and a little in right after docu series i love it um that has not been done but i think the reason you were thinking about it is because there was the sterling affairs um which was a podcast series uh Uh. about about donald sterling and actually interestingly enough uh if i remember correctly chris paul did not do it because apparently he is work like you know has something in mind for the end of his career look so at I'm that not, yeah so you're you know you're connecting things that people want to see so you know good answer. and actually i am this was really a sneaky way to say like i'm actually the producer of this it is in the work <laughs> you're, you're plugging it you're, yes. you've written the screenplay and you're hoping someone will you know buy it up yeah uh, it's just so my screenplay is just a Wikipedia article. It's really in depth, <laughs> yeah. and I've donated two dollars to Wikipedia for the rights. So, thank you so much for donating to Wikipedia. It's, Who's uh, playing Donald Sterling? That's what I want to know. Shit, you remember um, how I said I'm not good at names? Right. <laughs> Actor names, fucking forget it. <laughs> this is where Maddie comes in. Maddie, look at a picture of Donald yeah, Sterling, <laughs> and let's let's see what she got here. I'm I'm just gonna Google uh, Google. I'm gonna do a quick Google. Of a uh, Donald. God, Sterling. he looks like a thumb. Um, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones yeah. is a very good pick. That's really like accurate. <laughs> yeah, Maddie, is there anyone else? Tommy Lee Jones is pretty good. Um, yeah, you know there is there is an actor that I have in mind. I just gotta look up what his name is. He is a latino actor i believe wait till you see him let me see here Uh, oh yeah here we go here we go sorry edward james almost oh he signed he his production company got me into america really wow that's why he signed on to the project that i'm producing yes Cheers, Edward James almost. Um, Oh yeah i can see it Um, it's perfect oh my god this is uh, great for my career Oh, so uh, yeah, of course he is perfect. What's the amazing sci-fi? Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I just stumbled on an article that said Ed O'Neill, who's the guy from Married Without Children or Modern Family. Married oh. with children, right? Married, yeah. What I say, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, we're all we're all like eighty <laughs> percent, which is perfect. It's fine. Um, Playing uh, FX limited series about Donald Sterling. Shut up. Oh, God so he's it. like, he's like, you guys have fun with your convo, but <laughs> I, got, I got this shit locked up. I met O'Neill. Um, shout, out, shout out Wayne's World. Um, shout out Black Belt and Judo. Watch out. <laughs> okay. Wow. Big Ed O'Neill facts coming through. Uh, okay. Mine, um, my, mine's, uh, I want to see a doc on Yao Ming. Uh, oh. I, w- I want to see a doc on his time in the league. 
uh, I saw a clip recently of him uh, of his first game against Shaq, and he's just like dominating Shaq in Shaq's prime. And I don't think he dominated Shaq in all of their matchups, but I, you know, like seeing Shaq so overwhelmed by, I think Shaq was for sure stronger, but overwhelmed by his size and like just getting blocked. And, you know, it, it was wild, uh, you know, and the, the, I mean, their rivalry is just one part of his career. Uh, for me, one of the saddest moments is, is, is that team, right? You know, Shane Battier, uh McGrady and you know uh, at the time runner test um and uh and Yao Ming I remember when he you know kind of broke his foot uh I think it was the uh I think the fracture might be called Tom is it not, is it Tom Jones no it's not it's a it, it Jones fracture but anyways yeah it's where you know you you have a, a break in your foot and uh it was so painful watching that last little moment he was having like a near MVP year and uh, yeah, Yao Ming was an incredible player who, you know, one of the many guys whose career was cut short with injury. So I'd love to see a Yao Ming doc. Obviously, there's the geopolitical stuff there, too. Um, yeah, yeah so that's, that's my pick. I think it would be on the sadder side, probably. But I think that's- it would be interesting. We need that in sports. So, some more sad stories, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some, some sad fun. stories in there. We're having too much fun. Too too uplifting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um Okay, uh, that's uh, that's it for the pod, everyone. Uh, I want to thank you both for doing the pod so much. Uh, everyone who's been listening and, and commenting and you know liking, subscribing, all that stuff. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, and um, yeah, let, let me go to you first, uh, Aiden. You know, do you have anything coming up? Where can people find you? What do you want to let them know? Yeah, I'll be writing again this year for Raptors Republic. I do like a five things I like and don't like, which is total ripoff from Zach Lowe, but whatever. And then um, he's, he's the, the G, you gotta. He is the G, he's, he's the best. Um, and then I'm doing the uh, the wrap up with Oren Weisfeld tomorrow on the schedule. We're chatting about that. And then we're doing some other stuff next week too. So you can check me out there. Cool. Well, again, thanks so much for doing the pod. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, George, what's up? What do you want to let people know? Obviously, you're Sterling, uh, you know, Doc. Yeah, watch for that. Um, <laughs> I have a podcast called Bounce That. It's me and um, Sarah Rooker. She's like an American comedian who is a high school basketball coach. She's got girls who are like in the WNBA. She's sick. And I just like basketball. Um, so listen to that. It comes out every Tuesday. And, you know, right now I'm just uh, just being a mom. I have a TikTok that I'm trying to I really am doing not much. I'm doing a lot of laundry. Fair. And being a mom. (laughs) I'm being a mom. My kid is really cute and he can hold a ball now. So watch out for that because he could be the next Kauai. That's how Yao Ming started, too. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he held a ball, you know, huge. Um, uh, yeah, I just cool. want to say on on TikTok, I'm we the Georgia. We the Georgia on TikTok. Check her out, everybody. She's hilarious, and 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 check Aiden's workout. He's amazing, um, and also hilarious. Uh, that uh, I'm still thinking about this. The the Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> skin cream. Um, <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Maddie D. And uh, Maddie, if you feel like uh, I'm good to go. We're good to go. Please just give me those words I love so much. Okay. Okay.
Listen to full episodes of the Confederacy of Dunks only on the Rapcast. 